Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, mentor, John Opoluski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm doing really well. Good to be with you today. Right on. And we are welcoming back our guest. Would you like to introduce him? Sure. Uh, We have back with us Chad Dearman. Uh, Chad pastors a wonderful church in West Branch, Michigan. I've known Chad for eight years, and uh, I I think we've become friends. I believe we're friends. And um, I I value uh, his wisdom, his leadership, and but more than anything, I value his friendship. And we're so delighted, Chad, that you uh, carved out more time to be with us on pod 137. 137. Thank you for the opportunity. It's great to be here. You know, have you ever hung out with people that you don't know, but they bring their kids along? By watching their kids, you kind of get to know a lot about the family. I got to tell you, when when you extended the honor of speaking at your church, John John would agree with this. You have one of the funnest congregations to talk to I've ever been in front of. They they were so engaged and so interactive and so responsive. And that it was like feeding hungry people instead of trying to get a spoiled kid to take one more mouth of spinach. You know what I mean? And it was oh, a well, blessing. They, they love both of you guys. Uh, John just preached here Sunday and yeah. did an outstanding job. Jim, since you were here, I'm telling, and I, I mean this, I mean, I've heard so much from the congregation mm-hmm. about how much they enjoyed your speaking. Your humor mm-hmm. is just, they loved it. And uh, yeah. so I keep hearing when are we going to have him back, kind of thing. So right on, yeah, Good. we'll have to um, we'll have to talk, you know, after the podcast. Uh, yeah, let me, let me pray about that. Amen. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm in. Come in. <laughs> Good. So All I right. appreciate it though very much. So John, uh, we for those who didn't hear last week, maybe you should give us a little bit of a recap here on what we what we got last week in 136. Yeah. So Chad, if you could uh, really. Uh, what I'd really love you to recap is your 550 approach uh, to work. We, we, and we were uh, really talking about that as it relates to alone time work that you do. But can you just give us a, like the 50,000 foot view of the 550s at, 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 from a work perspective? And then we're going to drill into something uh, differently with that in your, in your home life. Well, I came across this, um, the 550s from a man named Brendan Bouchard. Uh, he's very well known. He's written many books. Um, you, you could easily find him on YouTube. Um, matter of fact, you could probably type in 550 uh, Brendan Bouchard and you would, you would get this teaching. His, his would be a little different than how I use it, um, but it is, it's wonderful material training. And so really it's working in 50 minute time blocks at a time. Um, you, without any distractions or disruptions, and you're using a timer on your phone and you set it for 50 minutes and you push start and you work that whole time. Um, it helps you to be laser focused on what you're doing for the, for that, that 50 minute block. Um, and you work the whole time and then you'd get up after the alarm goes off, you get up and you would walk around, kind of stretch a little bit get some water, some tea, coffee, talk to staff or whatever you need to do. Um, then you go back to your office and, and do another 50 minute time block. And so I try to do that uh, at least five times a day here at the office, if I can, 
Um, this does not include meetings. Um, okay. Meetings mm-hmm. can go two hours, three hours. Um, so, you know, for in a staff meeting, this doesn't include that. I will use a 50 minute time block to prepare for the staff meeting. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if I'm counseling somebody, uh, I do a lot of premarital counseling, people I'm marrying, things like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but these time blocks have been just wonderful 50 minutes and it's really helped me in really get so much done to be able to handle um, this level of responsibility with this many people and um, ministries and staff and leaders. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad I came across this okay. material. So I, can I do a quick lightning round with you questions? These are the sure. questions that came up when you said that on the last podcast. What do you do with the 14 texts that came in during that 50 minutes? Is that part of your 10 minute break? <clears throat> that's a that's a great question. Um, one thing that I will do um, is set a time for phone calls. I will do actually a 50 minute time block for mm-hmm. for emails, phone calls that I need to make. Um, and I try to work that whole time because there's been a few times where I would actually be working on something and get finished at about 35 minutes. Yeah. And it's it's a discipline that I have that I work the whole 50. Mm, So usually things will pop up in my mind that I need to do. And I will just quickly adjust and work on something, um, you know, until that alarm goes off. I try to work the whole 50. Now, I understand there are interruptions that like an emergency that would happen that you do have to... (laughs) You know, uh, there's been a few times where somebody would come in and, and say... Um, you know, a missionary is here or something, you know, where I had to stop what I was doing to go do something else. Um, right. But that is rare. That, that's okay. rare that happens. So the, the other thing is your staff needs to get a hold of you. Or, or do they, is it literally from nine o'clock to nine fifty, or 10 o'clock to 10 50, or is it any 50 minutes you choose? And, and how do they know not to interrupt that, that block of time? Like they need a, you know, everybody just has one question. The problem is there's 40 of them and there's one of you. So if everybody bothers you once a day, you, you really ruin the day. So how, how do they, is there a sign that says, if you disturb me, be prepared to face a pastor who's disturbed? Or, or is it a, uh, you know, a sock on the door? Like, how do they know not to disturb you? Well, everybody on staff is linked to the same. We all use Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. And so I expect all the staff, myself included, to fill those time blocks in before even the day begins. So I can pull up any calendar on my staff and know what they're doing. And so my staff sees my schedule. They know what's happening. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And they've really learned when, when to approach, when not to. Um, and if, of course, if there's an emergency, they would, they would uh, knock yeah. on the door or something like that. Also, my staff has learned that when my door is closed, leave me alone. Yeah. And and when my door is open, they know that they they can come in. So I do try to, yeah. at certain times of the day, I do try to leave my office door open. We had a dear sweet gal who was a secretary here for 20 years. And she never interrupted me because every time she interrupted me, she would just whisper. So I'm not, I'm not really, I'm sorry. Can I ask you one question? Like whispering doesn't mean that you're not interrupting me. And for, right. for 10 years, I don't care if you whisper or yell, you're interrupting me. The door was closed, you know? Right. <laughs> Good. Now, I feel better just letting that out, honestly, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, no, that was a great question. Great question. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, Chad, uh, one of the fascinating uh, things to me, at least it's fascinating to me, I hope it'll be fascinating to our listeners and watchers, is that you use this idea of a 50 at home. Uh, how could you enlarge on that? That when when I heard you talk about that, that you do a a fifty at home, uh, that was fascinating to me. How did it, did that come from the same source, or did you just adapt what you were learning and apply it to that? Tell us about that. Unpack that for us. Yeah, you know, one of the challenges uh, to implementing the fifties, whether you use it at work or you use it at home. Um, is really thinking in advance what mm-hmm. needs to be done for the week or really for the month. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so sometimes it is, it is difficult to not allow distractions and, and not checking, you know, emails and Facebook and all those kind of things. And, um, you know, so I've learned to, I, I, did, I have five acres of property. And so my wife and I, uh, we, we love our home. We have five acres, uh, a decent sized house. We have a, an outdoor wood burner that heats our house. And so I have a tractor and I'm, I'm, my, my driveway is two tenths of a mile gravel. Wow. And so there's a lot of work that I have to do at home. And so being so busy here in ministry, um, there's so much it's like, how do you do it all? How do you mow the yard, um, clean the garage, clean out your closet, you know, cut all this wood? I burn 16 full cords of wood every year. So I cut that wood and stack it. And so how do we, how do, we do all this? These 50-minute time blocks have been critical for me to use also at home. So one of the disciplines that I have is after work, I will go home, you know, four, four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. My wife and I will go home. We take about 30 minutes to drink a cup of coffee together and just kind of share the day with each other. What happened that day? And then I will get up and I'm in a habit um, of doing one 50 minute time block after work. Yeah. And so I will, of course, make think think ahead what needs to be done um so i whether it's cutting the grass whether it's working on the tractor whether it's cutting wood splitting wood stacking the wood cleaning out the wood burner um you know i've i clean out my cloth i do something every day it's a discipline i have and but we still have so much time in the evening Again, you know, I think the last podcast, John, you mentioned how much time we waste um, in our in our life uh, and not even realizing it. And so I can go home and do one 50 minute time block. I'm done at six o'clock, have dinner together as a family. Um, You could actually use one of those time blocks. Maybe you want to use it to cook. Mm -hmm. You can use it to exercise. It doesn't have to be a project. You could do, you know, maybe you were working so busy at the church, you didn't have time for prayer. Maybe after you could do a 50 minute time block in prayer and in mm-hmm. Bible study. Um, yeah. You could, you could do a 50 minute time block after work to prepare for the next day. Um, 
So there's a variety of things you can do, but I think it's just being in the habit of do just 150. And I'm right. telling you, John, it has transformed. Now think about if I just did this four days a week, that's four hours of projects and work I'm doing at home before I even get to my day off. Yeah. Right. And I, so much can be accomplished. And Chad, I, 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 we really wanted to ask you how that approach has impacted your day off because uh, I, I had a phone call. Um, this was a couple of days ago and he, this guy is a national leader. He said, John, what is the, what is the thing that leaders push back on you the most? What's the one thing? And I said, it's taking a day off. Yeah. Number one thing. I mean, I have heard every excuse known to man. Only right. Jesus knows more excuses than I do. About <laughs> why people refuse leaders refuse this commandment that we're given to yeah. make the Sabbath a different day than the rest of the days are week. And so I was thinking, I was wondering, Chad, does the does the one fifty in the evening? Does that take pressure off of your day off so that you can actually have a day off? Oh, absolutely. And it, it, it's, a, it's a good habit to be in because um, I think at least I can't speak for anybody else. I used to like procrastinate. Like mm -hmm. we tend to work on things that we enjoy. Yeah, sure. Uh, knowing that there's still a lot of things that need to be done. Um, and we just kind of procrastinate, put it off, put it off. And that really, even that itself is like a burden that's on you. You do feel that. Yeah. Um, and, but I've learned to just, you know, one of my favorite illustrations is a drop of water. Now I want you guys to think about a drop of water. It's, it's the same size, but it's consistent. Not any larger, not any smaller, just one drop of water. And if that water lands on a solid rock, over time, that water will begin to make an impression in that stone. Yeah. And I was really thinking, you know, if a drop of water can make a difference on a solid rock, how much more can my life make a difference just by me being diligent? Mm -hmm. I really believe one of the keys to success is diligence. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, doing sure. something over and over consistently. Every day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you go to the doctor and the, and the doctor says, hey, you need to lose weight, you know, people will think, oh, okay. You know, and they'll go walk around the store or the mall or something. No, that's not what the doctor means. The doctor means get on a treadmill and you work out. I mean, you are exercising. Yeah. Tori, your heart rate is up, your legs are shaking, your, your face is red. And if you will do that consistently for a month, you will begin to see small changes. Mm -hmm. It's like diligence is the key. Mm -hmm. And I believe that even in our ministries. So whatever system uh, a pastor uses, use it religiously. Use it right. consistently and it will absolutely, it's amazing how much we can get done. I can get so much done just by using one 50 minute time block every day, but I do it diligently. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I, I, to be honest with you guys, I find myself looking for work. Mm -hmm. 
I'm so caught up at home. That's so great. That my wife is even loves, she loves this <laughs> because to where she is now, she is, you know, she'll even find work for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she'll remind me that doorknob needs to be changed in that room. Um, but I mean, I have done things like I cleaned out the, the, you know, like, um, the, the, uh, ceiling fans I've actually dusted all those, cleaned them all. I washed every window in the house. Uh, I cleaned out closets. <laughs> you guys wouldn't believe this. I actually pulled out pots and pans in my kitchen and reorganized the whole kitchen <laughs> just by doing a one minute time block. Right. I've cleaned out the refrigerator. I can't tell you how many times. Um, right. But but because I do this consistently, I, I will do a 50 minute this afternoon. I'm going to go home um, and and take get my clock out, my timer. I'm going to start and I'm going to work the whole 50 on something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can even do things like cooking. You can um, if you if you enjoy cooking and you want to do a 50 minute time block cooking. Um, yeah. Just find something and then take the rest of the evening off. Yeah. Right. I don't do this, right. uh, John, to get back to the day off, the Sabbath day. Yeah. I, I don't do this on my day off. Um, okay. I take that to be a day of rest. Yeah. And I can truly rest because I know the projects are done. Mm. My sermons are ready. Right. You know, um, and at least this system has worked really well for me. And um, so I, I wanted to share it with others. Um, yeah, Chad, it's, 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 awesome. brilliant. Yeah. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Jim, uh, you have another question for uh, Chad. I know we're all, yeah. it or not, we're already pushing up against time again here, Jim. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I think when you hear somebody say, I've got the system and it works and you hear it and you go, that would work for me too. The next step is how did you start? Like you, you read the book you've obviously gotten better at it as you've used it, but what was the thing that tipped you over to actually take that five minutes to just write down where you could put 50 minutes at a time the next day? Like, I, like what would you say to someone who goes, Chad, that's great for you, but I got little kids. That's great for you, but I, I'm bivocational. That's great for you. But like mm. some, something, something triggered this thing that works. You're trying to share it, but there are people out there just like, you know, it's the biggest resistance to, to what John teaches. It's a day off. The second thing would probably be exercise. You're, right. you're doing both because you've embraced this. So this is a key to a lot of good things, but people are resistant to change. Neuron paths are burned. Habits are there. So convince them, preacher, uh, preach the gospel of this 550 thing and, and convince them that they should start tomorrow. Right. What would you say to somebody? Well, I would certainly encourage them to find something. Uh, and, and I've, I've discovered that the five fifties work so well. And like, if you have kids, you could, uh, get up at a certain time, uh, like my wife and I get up well before the kids and we yeah. will, uh, do devotions together. You could do a 50 minute time block doing devotions and prayer. You could yeah. exercise. We also do a, a three mile walk every morning, really early. Uh, we actually do it all winter. Um, and we just got in the habit. And so, I, I think that we can, we can use this. Um, to me, it's helped me so much with focus. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I would encourage pastors to do, to at least use this or use something like it. 
It also has given me incredible energy mm. um, because I'm, I'm working 50 minutes, but then I'm getting up. Right. I'm moving, I'm moving around. I would even, um, one of the things that Brendan Bouchard teaches is the importance of taking deep breaths in. Deep breaths in. Oxygen actually gives you energy. Yeah. So moving around, taking deep, deep breaths, and you will literally begin to feel energy returning back to your body. Um, And things like that. And so, and then I would say the third thing it's really helped me with is productivity. Um, Mm -hmm. I've become a very productive person. Um, It's helped me a lot. And so I would say those three things. It will help you to focus. It will give you energy and you will become productive. Right on. And it doesn't cost a thing, right? It's not right. like for $99 a week. And there's, this isn't a program. This is a habit. This is a rhythm. As John would call it, this is a rhythm. Right. It's a rhythm that you found that works for you. And if it works for others, like you're saying, if, if it's 650s or if it's 630s or whatever it is, right. find a rhythm that you can develop so you, you can start living proactively versus reactively. That's, right. That's brilliant. And the importance of using, there's something about using the timer for me, at least. Yeah. You know, some people will look up at the clock and be like, okay. And they'll just look at it and say, I'll work till there's something yeah. about when you push start on your phone. Yeah. That it just does something to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've actually done this for years. I, yeah. I and I'm still using this timer. Um and it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful habit. It, 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 it motivates me um, until I hear that timer go off. I will work the whole time. Now, yeah. I would, I would guess, I would presume that this is not a new rhythm because when I was in school, you had first hour, second hour, third hour, you know, this, this time block, this is not the first time in our life we'll be called to focus on something for this amount of time with a break, seeing right. friends, going to the bathroom, what, go to the next class, the bell rang. And it's funny because the bell rang, class started, the bell rang, class stopped. We, we really are Pavlovian. You know, we, we are conditioned to the bells of life. So I, right. I, think, you're, I think you're really onto something. And I, I appreciate you sharing it with us well, here wanted, in Podcast 137. Well, I wanted to just say, if I can. Um, Please, yeah. yeah uh, one of the things I wanted to say, you know, since we're probably talking to a lot of pastors and church leaders and, um, you know, one thing I've learned is like on a Monday, I will do a 50 minute time block, reading the Bible, yeah. studying the scriptures that I'm going to be using in the, my message. Um, I will look at commentaries, word studies for this next message. And I will literally take a 50 minute time block. And all I do is read that scripture, study mm-hmm. it, look up words, commentaries. And that's all I'm doing for that 50. Right on. And then I will get up, move around, come back and do another 50 where now I will write out my outline. Mm -hmm. So I take the material of what I've studied in the second 50 of the day, I will begin to form my outline for my message. And and I will work on that until that timer goes off. I understand some pastors work better. They kind of get in the flow of things, you know, your mind and you really get in the flow of your message and they don't want to stop. Even if the clock, if the timer goes off, it's like, man, I'm I'm feeling it right now. I understand that people like that. Um, I'm not that way. I've kind of already been chewing on it for a while. The message that I'm going to be preaching 
And so I really like to work in the time blocks of study, another block for outline, and then I will do a third 50 where I will write the content. I will fill in mm -hmm. those sermon points. Um, then I could do a 50 minute time block where I will do illustrations and application, wow. also a good, a good introduction, and then a good conclusion. I love it. Um, you know, and working really on those. So, you know, this, wow. this, works, this works well for me. Um, I will do 50 minute time blocks for a staff meeting, preparing for the meeting. Yeah. Um, we do another, I will do another on a, what's called CASP. It's, it's creative arts service planning. We'll plan our service. And I will do a, a, a 50 minute time block just on creativity for the service. Mm. The videos wow. I want to use, the visuals on the stage. Um, mm. If we want to hand out, we'll give out a token at the end of the service to help people to remind them the whole week what I preached on. So if you preached on Jesus dying on the cross, you could actually hand out uh, a nail to mm -hmm. everybody in the church. Um, take this nail, put it somewhere that it can be a reminder to you of what Christ has done for you. Um, yeah. And I will do a 50 minute time block like that. And so I just want to encourage pastors that, that this really can shape how you prepare for your messages. And, um, uh, and mm -hmm. I just, I love it. And so one of, one other thing, if I can, I know yeah, I'm giving sure. a lot here yeah. is I like to prepare my sermons topics for the year. So I actually prepare all my sermon series and topics for the entire year. Wow. And one of the things that I do is I like to go to Traverse city and this do. last year, I, I have a motorcycle. I have a, mm -hmm. I have a Honda shadow this last summer. Uh, I, packed a bag, my, all my stuff, and got on that motorcycle, went up to Traverse City, and I stayed in a hotel up there for three days. And all I did was I used these time blocks, 50-minute time blocks, to think through messages I'd like to, series wow. I'd like to preach. Wow. And then I begin to organize. And, and this 550 really helped me to do that. And then I will actually... I had the whole afternoon and evening off and I jumped on that mm -hmm. motorcycle and there's nothing like going all over up there, looking at the water. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It was so, it was such an, and then even as I'm riding that bike, I could feel the, just the presence of the Holy spirit. Right. And uh, I just, I loved it. And I want to encourage pastors, church leaders to um, use the five fifties to really help you, not just in your week, but also thinking out, mm -hmm. um, being laser focused about goals you want to accomplish, uh, sermon series you want to preach for the next however long. And I'm telling you, it is it is really transformed how I work in the ministry. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. I, I, I think as our listeners are hearing what you're saying, they're starting to realize why <clears throat> There's a church of 800 people in a town of 2,000. It's it's not an accident. Uh, it's a miracle, but it but it's a it's a well cadenced miracle. Uh, yeah, all, all all of this is a miracle. All of it is divine. But but God's you're giving God a lot to use. So God's using it. And I, I think that's brilliant. So thank you, Chad. Thank you, John, for inviting him. Thank you. 
to our listeners and watchers for being a part of this. And that's our encouragement. You know, there's no reason to be panicked on Saturday night trying to come up with something meaningful for the next day. There's no reason, um, you know, why you have to you have to buy 16 cords of wood when when there's trees on your property. You just got to take the, the right amount of time at the right time to to do it. There, you, proactive living is very very successful. Always has been. Always will be. Reactive living, not not as much. Give God something to bless anyway. John, if someone wanted to have a conversation with you about this or other topics, how would they do that? Uh, go to convergecoach.com and click the contact us link, and that will put you in touch with us, Jim. That's a deal. Half hour for free just because we love you. That's right. Right on. Okay. Well, dear listeners and watchers, God bless you. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. And we look forward to uh, spending some time together again real soon as we all continue to lead from alignment. Oh, 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 oh,